Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to mini episode 250 of Real Life Ghost Stories. As if, as if we have done 250 mini episodes. That is wild. And I have four spooky stories for you today. And the last story comes from December the 30th, 2022. And story number one comes from Mark. I've loved the paranormal since I was a kid. I used to watch Hammer House of Horror on a Friday night. I am part of a small paranormal group, black and white paranormal, who have just had our first investigation at a small museum, RAF Waltham, just outside Grimsby. My first experience of the paranormal was at my nan's house, which was very creepy at the best of times. I was playing with my train set on my own when I could hear heavy breathing. I wasn't scared, but I held my breath and I could still hear it. After a while, I went and joined my mum and my auntie and told them about it. They said not to worry, as it would have been my granddad who had died in that room before I was born. He did have breathing problems prior to him passing. It didn't bother me at all and I've been into ghost hunts ever since. I've seen feet outside the bedroom door and a cigarette coming up the stairs in the house. My favourite place I have investigated is Drakelow Tunnels in Kidderminster. I've had EVPs and heard footsteps following us down a corridor. The place is awesome and absolutely pitch black. You could slap someone and they wouldn't know you were there. I'm the sceptical one that always gets sent down dark corridors first. See, here's the thing, Mark, right? That's who I would like to be. If I was at a paranormal investigation, I would like to think I'd be the one that'd be like, yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, I'll go in that room on my own. Yeah, I don't care. I don't mind. Inside, I would be screaming and crying and begging not to be made do it. Because while I'm relatively sceptical, I'm also happy with never seeing anything paranormal again. So... Pretty pleased to keep it that way. I love how your mum and your auntie were like so blasé. It's probably your granddad. He did die in that room and he did have breathing problems. Now go back to playing with your train set in the scary haunted room. But like you said, it sounds like you really weren't scared. And it sounds like it sparked an interest in the paranormal for you that has been a lifelong thing, which is pretty amazing. And I always have great respect for anybody who does paranormal investigations because they're not easy, you know? And I think... What you see on TV gives like a false perception of what happens on a paranormal investigation. It's cold. You're generally wrapped up in layers. Not very much happens for a very long time. And then when stuff does happen, it's fucking scary. So massive hats off to all the paranormal investigators out there. You have my utmost respect. And story number two comes from Jocelyn. My first experience was when I was really young. When I was in second grade, my grandpa on my dad's side passed away. 
I didn't get many memories with him, but the ones I do have feel more like dreamy memories. However, I now know how much he loved us and was the most giving man his grandkids knew. When he passed, I didn't really get sad like the rest of the family, which made me feel really guilty. There was complete chaos when his funeral was being put together, and I remember having to fly with my sister accompanied by my godparents. My dad flew in advance and my mother couldn't come due to legal reasons. We didn't even get to see or formally attend my granddad's funeral or burial. It made me sad to think we couldn't visit him in his last moments and not even get to say goodbye properly. The entire time I was in Mexico felt like I was just getting through the day helping get tasks done for the morning week and catering to my grandmother. She was severely grieving and couldn't even leave her room. Once I got back home it hit me and I became very sad especially for my parents because both of my parents had been very close to my grandpa, especially my mom. I remember soon after this having a dream so real I swear I was actually there. All I could recount from it was this. I felt like I was in my room and started walking around my house until I found myself in a place that I had never seen or been before, but it felt so familiar. I was sad out of nowhere and I began to see a light, like a beam of light that shot straight up from the ground, but I couldn't tell where it started and where it ended. And as I was walking around this light I could feel my granddad's presence, like he was talking to me but his voice was in my head. I don't remember the entire conversation, but I remember him saying it's going to be okay. As we talked, I noticed more and more white orbs appearing in and out of the beam of light and flying around and up into the light, and within them I knew exactly which one was my granddad. I'm not sure if anyone in my family ever believed me, but I remember my mom getting very happy as I recounted my dream to her. She said thank you for sharing that, and we just simply moved on. I still visit his grave and while I didn't get a lot of time with him on earth, I'd like to think he's still around, embracing us with his love. The second event that follows still breaks my heart to talk about and makes me teary-eyed. I always loved having pets and still do to this day. My senior year of high school, I had two chihuahuas, mother and daughter, and they passed away about a month apart from each other. I was absolutely devastated, especially because the little daughter literally passed away in my arms. A few months later, my dad called me and asked if I'd be willing to care for an injured dog. I automatically said yes, and thus Lola came into my life. She was perfect, and I loved her the second I laid eyes on her. She had a really bad injury on her lower back and legs. She literally could not walk at first. She was run over by a truck, and my dad's friend grabbed her and took her in, except, as funny as this sounds, had to give her away due to his dog getting jealous. I'm not kidding. Anyway, I cared for her day and night and literally hand-fed her and gave her water with a little spoon. I gave her a lot of love and basically slept on the ground by her side. After months and months of care and what I like to call home therapy, she was able to walk again. As time went on, she even began running and jumping again. Turns out that Lola was an amazing athlete. She could parkour off of anything and she loved doing tricks. Tricks I didn't teach her but she still somehow learned. Anyway, years went on, and while I was away in college, she got out and was lost. I came back to look for her along with the rest of my family and was unable to find her. After a few weeks, we came to the conclusion that we probably wouldn't find her after a week of non-stop searching. It broke my heart. I cried for weeks non-stop, and even to this day, reminders of my sweet girl bring me to tears. 
Earlier this year, I moved in with my boyfriend to a new city, and while everything has been fine, I occasionally deal with seasonal depression. One night, I was particularly missing her, and in my dream, I remember she had come back to me. All I remember from my dream was I was a bit younger, and at first surrounded by white nothingness. I wasn't afraid, but I was confused. I heard water running gently and turned around to a scene of an open field with a stream running nearby. I approached it, sat down and put my feet in the water. I particularly remembered leaning back gazing at the sky, when suddenly, next to me, I felt a small movement. It was Lola. She was curled up next to me, sleeping peacefully. I could feel her warmth next to my body and how soft she felt as I patted her gently. I was amazed getting to be by her side. I wish I could have stayed in that moment forever or at least waking up and having her next to me. But when I awoke she wasn't there and I was alone, with nothing but her memory and the sense of comfort and love. I think she came to me when I was in a dark time to remind me that she's still by my side no matter where she may be. I loved and still love that little soul and I hope I get to be reunited with her in the next life. Pet stories absolutely kill me and I just want to say Jocelyn that is very amazing that you took in a little injured animal because it's not easy to do that and you took her in and you loved her and you nursed her back to health and you looked after her and you fed her water with a little spoon and your guys souls spirits whatever you want to call it were obviously connected and like you said in the moment of hardship she came back to you to say hey I am still here and I'm going to be curled up by your side in in the other world so you're going to be okay and it is very lovely to hear stories of loved ones coming back to tell people in their dreams that everything is okay and I just wanted to say as well that that Jocelyn said in her email that she chose to send in her stories because she felt so validated hearing other people's stories that were similar and I think that's a pretty important thing to be honest. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss and story number three comes from Penelope I'm a general believer in the paranormal I can sometimes feel the energy in the room and I've had dreams about something happening and then it does and I've seen ghosts before my mom also believes in the paranormal but a lot less this story is my mom's when I was a baby like one or two I would usually sleep in my own room but I would wake up and start crying around two to four times a week. One night I woke up crying, so my dad went to my room to go and rock me back to sleep. But when my mom moved over to where my dad shouldn't have been, he was there. 
but my mom still heard the rocking chair and so did my dad. So they were just like, whatever, more sleep for us and less sleep for the ghost. The night after my dog Sammy passed away, I was sleeping in my bed with a lot of stuffed animals. I was lying on my back and I felt this pressure on my chest about the same weight as Sammy and I could smell his stinky breath. I would see a glance of fluffy brown and black fur out of the corner of my eye, the same colour fur as he had, and when I saw the glance of fur, my other dog Charlie would bark, go that way, or get really happy. I literally love this story so much, Penelope, because children are hard work. They're very needy. They're always there. And if I was the parent of a child that was waking up screaming, crying all the time, I would be glad of a ghost. If I'm here in that rocking chair, I'm doing the same thing <laughs> as your mom and dad. I'm being like, whatever, I, I don't care. I don't care if it is the devil himself rocking that child back to sleep because I am tired and I need to sleep. So maybe in that moment, whatever that ghost was, was just like, okay, your parents need a break. They need to to not have to get out of bed. So I'm just going to just going to step in for a minute and um, look after the baby and let them sleep on a little bit more. We love a little pet story and they come back and let us know they're okay. I'm sorry. It's a fact. I'm a scientist. I know my stuff. It is true that pets will often come back and let you know that they are okay. If the sheer volume of stories that we get about on the podcast does not convince you sceptics, then I don't know what to tell you. And our final story today, story number four, comes from Lindsay. My son CJ is 23, but when he was around four or five, he started talking about his new imaginary friend, Dubber. At the time, I had just split with CJ's father and he had moved out. So I just put it down to CJ's coping mechanisms. CJ did everything with Dubber and I would often hear him chatting away to him while playing. I just thought it was sweet and left him to it. I started to feel strange in our flat around this time too. I would often see a shadow over the cot where CJ's brother slept. And at night, when asleep, I would be woken by a whisper in my ear saying, Mommy! But CJ would be fast asleep. I also saw balls of light going from my bedroom into CJ's room, but I never felt scared, always calm. When I asked CJ about Dubber one day, his reply freaked me out, and it still freaks me out to this day. He told me that Dubber was older than him by a few years, and that he had fallen down the stairs and broken his neck, and that's why he could see him. He then said that Dubber would be going soon, as CJ doesn't need him around anymore. About a month later, CJ told me one morning that Dubber had gone. I never had any more whispers in the night, didn't have any more balls of light, and no more shadows. To this day, CJ says Dubber was a real boy and not his imagination. Oh, that's giving me the heebie-jeebies. It's uh, pretty late at night when I'm recording this, and obviously my house is quiet. And um, yeah, that's giving me the heebie-jeebies a little bit. So we've established on this podcast that it is a scientific fact that pets come back to tell you that they're okay. It is a scientific fact that loved ones appear in your dreams to tell you that they're okay after they've passed away. And it is a scientific fact that children are freaks and they have imaginary friends that are actually ghosts of other dead children. But listen, like in reality, maybe this this dubber character showed up when CJ was struggling you know because it's hard when kids are four or five like it's hard to kind of make them understand why people split up and you know 
his dad's moved out and that that was probably tricky for him regardless of how civil it is or amicable it is like it's it's going to be difficult for kids and I think if I was in that situation I would probably just put it down to the kids coping mechanisms as well less so when Dubber is actually a child who has broken their neck and when Dubber disappears all the weird shit that's been happening in the house also disappears Ooh, that gives me the heebie-jeebies Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you to Mark, Jocelyn, Penelope and Lindsay for sending in your stories. Remember, the last story came from December the 30th, 2022. And if you would like to send in your story, you can do so by emailing it to reallifeghoststoriespodcast.gmail.com. You can also check out the website reallifeghoststoriespodcast.com. And if you are desperate for extra content, you can subscribe to the Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash stories, where for $5 a month or $2 a month, you get access to heaps of extra content, as well as every single main and mini episode completely ad-free. And on that note, I shall see you next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.